chaos is everywhere. So there's the record button. Hey everybody, welcome to Gas Wingside Special Town. Because when I say that guy over there, he's literally right over there. Mr. Artie Weiss. Yeah, yeah, get it, get it in person. What? And uh, I am Jonathan Gilchrist, and we're talking about the show that I was completely right about. And uh, 100% right about. Uh, Full Gear 2022 at Chaos Wingside. Except for, that, except for those two matches. You were also wrong about them, so they don't count. No, I know. Um, yeah, so I figure we could just go through the show and just talk about each match, and that would be pretty good. Wee! Alrighty. So, starting with the pre-show, what did you think of Brian Cage and, uh, what's his name? Ricky Starks. What's his name? Ricky Starks. God. First of all, show the man some respect because he won the match. Yeah, I'm I'm a little out of it. I don't know why. Maybe it's because, like, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm not used to recording with the daylight. Well, I get that, but... Yeah, uh, it was a pretty good match overall. Um, I feel like if this was the match we had gotten back when Cage originally got taken out of Team Taz, I feel like there might have been there's probably going to be a lot more to it. Right, the match probably would have been even better. This match was fine. Like it was a solid opening match for a pre-show. Um, I like that Starks picked up the win. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that was that was that was basically it. I think, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Ethan Page versus Starks, which is the match I wanted to see anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. The um, the other pre-show match you didn't see was the 5-on-5, five five, uh, well, the very mysterious, very evil partner of the Best Friends versus uh, the Factory. It was a really good match. Like, the Factory did what they do. They made, like, the Best Friends look good. And it was really fun to see the ser- finally see the serious side of Danhausen. Yeah. So... Yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the very evil part. And I got to see him use the teeth on Nick Camarado, so that was pretty fun. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't know if, like how often we're going to get to see that, even now that he's done it, but yeah. it's nice that they finally got to it. So, Yeah, really good pre-show. Then there was also, this one we didn't get to predict because it wasn't advertised anywhere. It was Eddie Kingston. Yeah. I don't know, like I don't pronounce Japanese names. Do you know his name? Jude Akiyama? Yeah. I believe. I want to say. The, I was going out to check on my phone, and then I realized I had my phone turned off. So, the guy, but I believe it was Jun Akayama. For anybody else like me that's like very ignorant about this stuff, the guy that was his dream opponent that I thought the dream match was a tag match on Rampage. Nope. Uh, turned out to just be a lead up to this match, and yeah, no, just solid. Like Hard you hitting. wanted a New Japan wrestling match, that's what you got. Uh, except yeah. for he is from DDT. Well, New Japan style, like strong style. You mean, like, Beat the shit out of each other. Uh, the correct form that you're thinking yeah, of is called ahead. King's Road style. Yeah, that's what that's what Kingston said. Yes, it is indeed. And Kingston then went on to do like the best selling of a pay per view I've ever fucking heard. Right? That was oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was ab- that was that was absolutely hilarious. I love Eddie Kingston. He's so good. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, that was just a hard hitting, really awesome match. I love that. Uh, I love that Kingston was just, like, on the verge of tears, basically, throughout the match. And then, like, at the end of the match, he's just, like, just crying. Crying like a little baby back 
bitch. I'm just kidding. He was being very respectful. And I hope I can find his email so I can send him that part specifically. Can, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but really great kickoff show. Uh, led into the main card with uh, starting with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus <clears throat> in the cage match. Yeah. The only nitpicky thing that I said during the match was I don't like that they escaped the cage. Right. That's the exact opposite of that type of cage match. That right, yeah. Got out. <laughs> no, I agree. It's That's kind of annoying. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of that either. Especially when, honestly, I didn't think the stuff they did outside of the cage really added that much to the match. Yeah, the main thing was just getting, just the, getting cable this table in, in for the finish. For the finish, yeah. yeah. Which, honestly, I feel like they could have just done the elbow off the top of the cage. Maybe it was the way to protect both of them more, because it like, slows Jungle Boy down and gets <clears throat> a cushion for Luchasaurus. That's very possible. Yeah. But it was still a cool finish, and there was a lot of cool images during the match. They had a lot of really nice camera shots of Jungle Boy bleeding, so... Yeah. And then, of course, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, if you will. Or as I like to call him, Psycho Jungle Boy, uh, Jack Perry. <laughs> oh, I love him, so... Uh, yeah, he won the match. Woo! Yeah, which I think was pretty, uh... <clears throat> we both were pretty pretty sure that that was going to happen, Yeah. So. Even the announcers were like, can this, like, be the end, and now he gets to move on to bigger and better things, so... Which, hopefully, is what's going to happen. Yeah. Which, also, just for our overall score, we alluded to it, we were basically the same on every match, Except so we got two wrong, but then I went different on another match, and I was right, so woo Yeah. Um... For the record, I wanted to go with the same person on that, on that match. Your heart. My you heart wanted it. Your heart. But my head told me it wasn't going to happen, and I was wrong. Yeah, it shows you for listening to your stupid brains. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Alright, I'm, I'm going to get the orders wrong, so I'm going to try So I think the next one was the trios match. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, so this is one that we got wrong. It was the Elite versus Death Triangle. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's going to lead up to a long-ass program, so that's part of the reason it, it happened this way. But yeah, basically, long-ass program. Uh, Phoenix uh, gave in to the way of the hammer. And beat Ken yeah. Omega. Uh, I'm like I'm, We both have our we both have negative feelings about seven series because of the way they have to end because of wrestling. Like you're gonna have all seven matches. Yeah. So. Well, so the I was thinking about this last night. The only thing that I think could make it okay uh-huh. is if the best of seven isn't just seven trios matches. Right. Okay, you, yeah, you could do, like, different singles matches. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm kind of hoping happens. Like, a bunch that. of singles matches, a tag match, and then, like, trios match. Yeah, because even if it's a really good series, it's still, you're watching the same two guys fight each other seven times. Exactly. And it, it, it's interesting, but I don't know, it's just, I don't know if there's, like, a different number, but it's also because it's wrestling and they're advertising, you know they're going to do all seven because they right, have to Right, of course. Yeah. So... But I think overall, if I had to guess, I'd still say the Elite probably walks away with the title. In the end, series. yeah, I think so. Uh, let's see. So after the trios match, I think it was the first women's match of the TBS title. Jade Nyla. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a really good match. Nyla, it was. Nyla did exactly what we thought she'd do. She uh, like matched up Jade's strength. Yeah, it was cool because this was like the first time we really got to see Jade... Um, Matched with power, right? And even like being man, a person handled. Person handled, being, very good. Thank you. I'm working on it. Being person handled a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like she was getting thrown around by Nyla, and you've never, we've never, we haven't seen that so far. So 
Yeah, and I think Nyla had a few really good false finishes where yep. I thought <laughs> you kind of groaned about it, but I liked the entrance with the fucking lowrider. And did you see? I just <clears throat> I don't know. Did you see Vicky's shirt though? No. It, she was wearing a shirt that said "I'm your mommy." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, it is what it is, but I, I thought it was fun. I also like they kind of matched Jade's entrance with the Chitara thing, even though the staff went weird on her, but... That was, yeah, that was unfortunate, yeah. but the staff, like, the idea of it was, like, the staff was supposed to look as, like, one solid piece, right. and then she was supposed to break it in half, but, like, the staff kind of already, like, broke in half a little bit when she, like, held it over her head. Yeah. But, I mean, if that's the only botch and it's in the entrance, it's, you know, better than in the match. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, it was still a very, very good match. Very solid. But, um, yeah, we, that's where we always are with Jade Cargill. Like, I don't know who the fuck's supposed to beat her at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Jade ended up winning the match. Like, uh, besides, like, a um, Mercedes Martinez. Not Mercedes. What's her name? Sasha Banks. Like, if she came in as her real name. Maybe, like, you could do an outside thing, but they had that with Athena, and they chose to keep it on Cargill, so... Yeah. Honestly, I think that's where the mistake was. I think I think Athena should have been the one to, to, to do it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what you were predicting, so... Yeah. Well, no, just in general. I just, right. Because now it's just like, there's no one on the roster that it makes sense to do it with. Right. I'm trying to think, what was the next match after that? Um, uh, was it Sting and Darby Allen? That was a little bit later. No, that was a little bit later. I think the next one might have been uh, Wardlow, Joe, okay. Hobbs. Yeah, the triple threat match, which was also the other one that we got wrong. <coughs> yes, yeah. indeed it was. Honestly, I even got my backup guess wrong because my yeah. heart wanted Hobbs to be the winner and it ended up being Joe, which neither of us thought yeah, he was neither of us thought that two titles on Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't... I, this was a beatdown. Like, all three guys were just, like... This was a physical fight. I think it'll be a good run for Joe. I think it'll, like, have Joe beat up some people and, like, have yeah. belts. Basically try and replicate what FTR's been doing with the tag titles. Yeah. Gives him a reason to be on TV more. Yeah. And I think it's all going to lead to final battle, basically. Yeah. Maybe he'll lose the TV title there and just be the TNT champion or something. It's possible. So. I don't know who he'll lose it to, but yeah, they, didn't even they haven't announced any of that stuff yet, I don't think. Yeah, because he was going against Cage, but like Cage went to the Limited Tournament, so maybe Cage comes back around, because that was the whole thing, where like, Cage was going against Joe, and Hobbs going against Wardlow. Oh, maybe. But then the tournament started, so Cage ended up in the tournament. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they continue with that, or if they go another direction now. Yeah. Might just be like a rematch where now it's Wardlow going for the TV title. I could see that. Yeah. I could. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'd be all for just like a Wardlow Joe feud. Yeah, that'd be cool. War Joe feud. Please stop saying that. Now they're not tagging you. We have to say that stupid. War Joe. Okay. Um, War Joe. War <laughs> Joe. War Joe's gonna kill you. Okay. Anyway. Oh, the next match after that, I believe, was Britt and Soraya. I think so, yeah. Because they like Soraya. Soraya. I keep fucking that name. Yeah, up. I know. You know, Paige. Paige. Yeah. Paige. Yeah, there we go. There's enough pages in fucking the AEW. It's actually a good thing that she can't go by Paige. Um, so this is. I would say this is the low match on the card. Not because there was anything wrong with it, but it just it really sucked the energy out of the room. 
and it was because I think it was of a style, like I said, it was WWE style. It was a, it was a very good WWE style women's match, but on this card, it was like the lowest on the totem pole because of that. Yeah, I mean, Soraya looked good, though. Like, she looked yeah. fine. She didn't look like she had too much ring rust. Which, which honest, I'm not gonna lie, it honestly surprised me. Like I expected to see some ring rust, but she didn't really seem to have that much. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think the match itself was good. I think it was just like it was clearly her wrestling, not be, not wrestling the AEW style we're used to. Right. And I think it just yeah. By the end of it, the crowd was just sort of like, eh, we're done. Yeah, I don't know if she. I mean, it'll be interesting. <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see. If after she's been there for a little while, uh-huh. if she can handle more of like a, maybe like a hard-hitting right. kind of match. Yeah. With like a Jamie Hayter or something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm wondering where they're going to go next with her now that she beat Britt. Although I did also love the commentary of like JR basically just saying, nobody else in the fucking women's division matters. It's Britt Baker. Like, don't worry about the champions. Like, it's just that was, Britt Baker. I don't know why they said stuff like that. He was trying to, like, put it at the same level as the title matches, which I get, I but get at the same it, time like, he kind of shit all over the people over the titles. That's exactly what he did. So, <clears throat> don't get me wrong, I'm not disagreeing with the idea, even because, like, she is the top of the division. It's just a weird... She is, but, commentary. like, there's no reason to shit on the rest of them. When yes. I, I personally think, like, especially, like, I I think J.B. Hader is, like, boss. Like, yeah. absolutely awesome. Uh... Jade Cargill is quickly rising the ranks of of how impressed I've been with her. Yeah. Uh, Nyla is also always awesome. Yeah. Tony Storm is Storm's good. been good since she's gotten there. Like, there's so <clears throat> there's enough good talent on that roster to not have to like just shit on them. Yeah. But yeah. So I would say again, low point in the match, but again, we picked um, Soraya wins. <coughs> Soraya. I'll get it right one of these days. I no. got Brian Danielson right, so. That's true. You know, yeah. it keeps fun. You did eventually. It. Yeah, so I'll get there eventually. Um, all right, so after that, I think was the tag match because they split up all the women's matches. Yeah. So then would be the uh, tag match: Darby, Sting versus Jarrett and Lethal. Yep. Um, I'm really curious on how you felt because, like, I was going through this wanting to see this match, and you were really like, "The fucking Jarrett and Sting." And all right. <laughs> Oh, there was really cool spots in there with the Satnam catching Darby and stuff. That was actually kind of cool. Yeah, it was a really good match, actually, for Satnam who wasn't in the match. Like, he did a lot of really neat stuff. He was stuff. Yeah. Um, Just him catching Darby off of, like, a 25-foot drop. And Sting jumping off and shit again because yep. he's Sting. Uh, I really liked the... Um, I did like the finish. Like, it was sad that it was just half a step off from uh-huh. being, like, perfect. Yep. But it was still, like, a really cool idea for a finish, and I appreciate that they went for it. I, yeah, I appreciate the attempt. I, uh, man, I just, I Sting think, just needs to calm down. I think we skipped over the Fatal 4-Way, but we'll get to <coughs> that next. We'll get there. The Fatal 4-Way was in between there, I think, if I remember was correctly. It? I think. It, yeah, it might have been. I think it was before Sting and Jared, but I'm bad at remembering the order of shit. So. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I I get this feeling where it's just like every major, like every pay-per-view event, Sting's like, guys, I got this great idea. I'm going to jump off such and such. And everyone's just like, you don't got to do that. You're you're good. Please don't do that, Sting. In fact, let's you're not like, no, do that. No, no, no. Guys, I really feel like I got to do this. This is a good idea. No. no we're telling you no, we don't no. want you to do this. We don't this. want you to do this. 
Uh, I get it. You, you want me to do this. Okay. I got like it. Like, insurance is telling us if you do this, we <laughs> might lose the company. No, I understand. Like, I understand. I, up higher. Right. I, I, I'm not going to do it. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, I don't even say the word no, wink. We, <laughs> we don't want you to do this. Oh, no, no. I don't want to do it either. Wink, wink. <laughs> and then he ends up jumping off a balcony. So, um, but yeah, no, the match itself, I, I really think it was good. Like, I think Jarrett, um, like, was still going good. Yeah. Which is always surprising to me. It's like, at this point, it's like, really? He can still do it? Even though I've seen him do it a couple times the last few years. Yeah, no. I wasn't really that surprised by Jarrett. Because he's, he's had some wrestling matches. Yeah. And he, uh... Was it? No, never mind. Never mind. Never oh. mind. I was gonna... And then, um, so yeah, we'll just do the Fatal 4-Way next, which was for the ROH title. <coughs> that was uh, a banger. Young Master Jericho stays the Ocho. Young. <laughs> I've been watching him in 1998. He's still young to me. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, it really was well laid out. Like, it started off as basically a tag match and then devolved into everybody it fighting each other. For it. Yeah. yeah. I, man, I, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen with Chris and Sammy now. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to just be like. I hope they address it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like even if it's just like a, I lost my head there. Yeah. Well, Jericho did have that like brief interview. I think it was it had to be later in the night where he said basically that's what he wanted from Sammy like competition, oh, but it's okay. not his time to be world champion yet. Gotcha. Like he said, he will be a future world champion. Because that was also where we got to see. The challenge of um, oh, that's Orange right. Cassidy yeah, and yeah, yeah. I forgot. And also, I wanted to point out, I did love the attention to detail for Danhausen to like revert back to regular Danhausen. Like he got rid of the blood on his face paint, and yeah. like his posture was much like hunched as it usually is. <laughs> I love Danhausen. I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I, I I've become a huge fan of Danhausen. He is pretty great. Um, but yeah, so. It was a great match. It was a great finish, actually, with Jericho like coming in as Sammy was getting the giant swing to hit yeah. uh, Claudio with the That was really good. Judas. This match also made me realize how much I want to see Danielson and uh, Claudio just in a 1v1 match. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with stuff that happened later. Yep. <laughs> um, so then the next match after that, I don't know if it's the correct order, but the one I can remember is the women's uh, title women's match. Women's title match, yeah. And um, this is where I was correct, and will always be correct, and I'm a genius, and you should just listen to your heart, not your stupid Listen brain. to your heart. Uh, Jamie Hayter. When haters call in for you, <laughs> listen to your heart. Your new um, interim, interim women's champion. See, uh, that's why I didn't think the title was going to change hands. Yeah. Because interim, and I th- really, I thought they were holding on to Rosa versus Tony Storm. Yeah. But apparently, it was taking so long that they decided to fuck it. I mean, it makes sense. Like, haters getting over in a way that I don't think anybody had thought of. I didn't actually get <coughs> to see fair. most of the match because I had to do dog stuff, so there's more detail about the match you want to give. Now would be the time. Uh, hard hitting. Uh, Tony did, like, a hip attack on Hater to, like, knock her outside the ring. Mm-hmm. That was pretty nice. Hater, I don't know. It, I, I always hate those, like, hints like that because uh-huh. every time it happens it just looks like th- like they don't know when it's happening right so 
it just always looks like the fall just always looks bad. So every time it happens, I just go, "Oh no! Oh, I hope you're okay." Right. <clears throat> but aside from that, it was good. It was like haters' muscles versus Tony Storm's butt, basically. Right. Which is always fun. <laughs> and Hater walks away with the title and gives me the win for the night because we were the same on everything else. Yeah, I love the I love the some of the Jamie Hater signs that were in the crowd. They uh-huh. were great. Like there was one that was just like Hater, I love her. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, also, I we forgot. To, well, I forgot to mention this. Uh, just as like a spot. The Young Bucks and Kenny coming out to Wayward Son was fucking awesome. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> you know that's a one-time thing, but, like, yeah. well worth it. They trademarked Wayward Son, so I'm going to imagine there's going to be a t-shirt, if it, even if it's just a one-off for the full year. Well, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing it, the trademark was more for, like, a shirt. Yeah. So that, that was awesome as well. And then after that match was the tag team title match, which we completely forgot about. We were like, oh, yeah, we forgot, oh, yeah. We forgot about the fucking <clears throat> Um, Yeah, no, it was exactly what I thought it needed to be. Like, it was a really good tag match, but it was all really a setup for the now probable Keith Lee versus Swerve uh, storyline. Yeah, that part was slightly different from what I thought it was going to be. I thought that uh, it was just going to be like, Swerve just like fucking attacking uh, Keith Lee. Right. I didn't think it was going to be Keith Lee just being like, nah, fuck you. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I, it was actually a nice uh, change of like what's yeah, expected. Exactly. To have Swerve just be like, okay, you do this for or Keith saying, you do this yourself then. Go ahead. Yeah, because yeah, the whole time Swerve was trying to cheat, Keith Lee's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. See, I. I I don't know uh, if you remember this, but like in the promo stuff leading up, uh-huh. when they were talking about that, and Keith Lee was like, we don't need to cheat. I am the cheat code. <laughs> I didn't see that line, but that's an awesome line. Yeah. He is God mode, basically. He's like, I am the cheat code. <laughs> uh, no, I think it would be good, because I, I really do want to see like this more psychotic Swerve Strickland versus Keith Lee. Dude, I think that would be really fun. Straight up heels Swerve is going to be... So good. Yeah. And then um, that would lead us to our main event. Uh, young Master Maxwell Jacob Freeman versus Moxley, who was very rude to William Regal, slapped him in the face with the strap of the belt. Uh, I don't have commented on that, but it really comes back to be important later on, I think. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I loved uh, Face MJF. Like, I... Like, motorboating the fan coming down the fucking That was ramp. hilarious. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, like, he, I think he really did enjoy being the face, even though he's clearly a heel. Yeah, absolutely. One million percent heel. I, I'm really interested at now, like, going forward, because, like, he won as a heel, but I don't think it matters. It wasn't, because the crowd wasn't behind Moxley at all. They were both right, the same yeah. <clears throat> also... There's still all the stuff with the firm. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's still a whole thing. Like, like I don't understand. Because there's a storyline now set up if Ethan Page wins the thing of the firm versus MJF still. Right. I think they might be going for, like, um, not Austin S, but like a, you know, a heelish baby face. With yeah. Him, is the idea. I mean, we'll see. I don't know. It all depends on how the, the what they decide to promo out with the, 
the ending, which I'm, I'm beating around the bush, but it was exactly as that guy on the internet that I quoted on our prediction show said, that William Regal was turning on John Moxley. And he turned the whole Blackpool Combat Club. And the uh, black, Big Black Cock Combat Club. And I have to say it now, I'm familiar with Blackpool. Um, yeah, no, he threw the Nux into MJF. MJF used the Nux and won the match. Did not use the ring, so if you had that on DraftKings, fuck you. Yep. He used Nux, not the ring. So, I don't know, I really, I like the ending. I honestly said I wish we had, I hadn't actually seen that because I think that would have been a really shocking ending because I hadn't even fucking thought about it until right. I read that guy's post. <clears throat> yeah, like, the fact that it was brought up yeah. made it kind of like, oh. Yeah. I mean, that's surprising, but oh man. No, that would have been a full on like shocking moment of like what the fuck because like I mean I, I have a good brain for wrestling. I did not even have it in my like bingo card of possibilities until I read that. I was like, oh, there is a lot there that set that up. Fuck. Okay, that's why yeah, I brought it up. I think I like I I said this to you before, and I think I said it during the predictions also. But like, if it wasn't for the fact. That it was the entire faction mm-hmm. of the Blackpool Combat Club. Like, if it was just Regal being the, the manager for Moxley, right. I would have guessed that in an instant. Right. I would have thought of it. I would have been perfectly fine with it. Yeah. All yeah, of it. I got but you. because it's an entire fucking faction <laughs> that took no part in it, right. then all of a sudden they're all just like, whoa, what? Basically. Based on what happened after the show went off the air with all four of the other members coming out to Moxley, I feel like the the group isn't ending. It's just Regal won't be managing them, which is still weird. Yeah. It's mostly about are they going to keep the Blackpool in their name at that point. I think they could just call themselves Combat Club or whatever, and it would be fine. Um, And they could still keep the gimmick going, because it's a loose faction anyway. Right. training and not really... Like having each other's back necessarily in the fight. Right, but Regal's supposed to be like the trainer. They all are the trainer. Dan, I, I, I know, but like, Regal's were... supposed to be like the. Like. <laughs> I, yes, Regal's supposed to be the like the the guy to train the other two guys, but right. Moxley and even Cassioli can still train people. So I th- I think you can make it work. I don't I know you're upset about, but I'm also really excited about the MJF. Regal fucking team up. Like, I think that's going to be fun. Yes. <laughs> I just don't... I don't need... Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah. I just don't need MJF to have manager. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I, like I said, I'm looking forward to it. And I think AEW still has enough credit with me. I'm like, even if I'm not 100% on board, I'll be like, okay, we're going to see what happens for at least a couple weeks. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm willing to watch. I'm, like, I'm going to watch it, and I'm, I'm expecting it to be good. I just don't necessarily know how good. Right. If it'll be good enough to destroy what I love most in this world. Right. You know. Well, just remember, he's better than you, and you know it, so. I do know it. That is fair. Um, yeah, overall, really solid. Like I said, the only match that was kind of a downer was that one. It wasn't even because it was bad. It's just it was the low point of a, a really great card. Like, yeah, I don't. there wasn't anything to really nitpick about it. No, it was solid. Like, um, one thing I'm very curious about, uh, going back a few matches, I don't know if you noticed, but when Jarrett came out, uh-huh. he was, like, legit pushing crowd members. 
Oh. And touching them. And I was just like, uh, yeah, is that going to be okay? I don't know. He's been doing that in the backstage stuff, like threatening like random crew members and shit. Right, but like this was just like... A crowd member, yeah. This was like actual, like, yeah. Or at least I thought. It might have just been people in the... might have just been like... Like, spot could, people. Yeah, they could have just planted a couple right. people from doing it. Too. But it looked organic. Which, I mean, is a good thing. Yeah. No, I mean, well, that's the, like, the Japanese wrestlers uh, used to do shit like that. Mick Foley's talked about that. Although Mick Foley talked about learning the fact that, oh, Japanese fans like running from the wrestler. They don't necessarily like being punched. I had no. to learn that the hard way. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what uh, comes to it. I... I, I don't know if I, like, I want Jared, I'm okay with Jared being on TV, but I want him to be more of a manager. I don't need him wrestling all the time. Yeah. So it's inter- I'm interested to see what, what they do with him now. Yeah, but I also don't want him taking mic time away from a younger guy who needs practice. Right. Yeah, that's true. The Jay Lethal really does need to get his reps in with his exactly. mic skills. I mean, Jay Lethal hasn't been around very long. Right. You know. Still, he's still trying to find his legs. Exactly. Yeah. I really need to hear what Satnam says. So I feel like Satnam doesn't nearly get to talk as much. Oh, actually, I'm I, sure that's not an accident, though. That's probably yeah. Not no, on he, I I saw him on uh, Hey EW. He was he was good. He, the him and Sanjay. He did a lot of talking. He was oh sure. He was sure. a, so a wordsmith. All the talking. All the talking was done. Um. Yeah, but that's basically it from full year. I mean, we were pretty caught up with the prediction show. Uh, the only stuff that's happening in WWE that I know anything about is the LA. Um, Knight versus uh, Bray Wyatt thing, yeah. which I'm excited <laughs> to see, but that that just started. So, yeah, no, I think that's about it. That's gonna be a pretty short episode. No, um, we uh, just to give us give ourselves a heads up for whenever it happens. Are we planning on doing predictions for the War Games Survivor Series thing? Yeah, I don't know what day it is, but I'd be willing to do it because I'm gonna okay. watch the War Games pay per view. Yeah, I'll probably watch it too. I mean, it's war games. You know. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing um, basically Sammy and Kevin interacting. And I'm wondering, out of those teams, are Sammy and Kevin going to start? Because, like, Roman's going in last. And I'm assuming Absolutely. McIntyre with him, but maybe not. Maybe Sheamus. Can you, know? you imagine if McIntyre and Rain started? What? Oh, they started? If they started, yeah. it's just like, what are you two thinking? That's so ass backwards, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, let's see. I... I'm looking forward to it though, and I, um, yeah, I'm loving everything Sam is doing. Like, oh, such fucking gold. Jay, Jay Uso, if he's gonna keep playing this, I hate Sam. He's gotta stop laughing every yeah. fucking thing Sam does, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah, he's gotta tighten it up a little bit. Yeah, no, we'll definitely do a prediction show. I, I don't know if it's next week or the week after. I don't know. Yeah. We'll have to take a look. But we'll we'll definitely do it, and um. Yeah, I think that's about it. I do have a new segment that I want to start doing on these shows, but with us in the same room, um, it's I can't do it, kind of. Um, but I'll tell you what it is, because I keep forgetting, so if I tell you next time, we will do it. Okay. Um, I'm stealing this from somebody else, but basically, <laughs> what they do is a guess the wrestler. So what I will be doing is thinking of a wrestler. You will have a minute to ask me questions and try to guess the wrestler I'm thinking of. Oh, one minute? Yep. That sounds horrible. Yeah. And I think it'll be really fun. And they get really, like, I'm not going to get this, uh, um, like, specific with it. One of the ones I saw was Undertaker dressed as Kane. 
So oh. it wasn't enough to pick The Undertaker. He had to get to the time he impersonated King. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will leave the podcast if you try and do that. No. But no, we don't have to get that specific. But I thought that's a cool segment to try. But, um... Uh... The questions, is it like... It's basically 20 questions. Like, Can it, they be yes or... Do they have to... Can they be like... I mean, usually the ones I've seen have been yes or no, but I don't think it's hard or fast. It's basically right. like... Like if, 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 if you were thinking of a wrestler and I was just like, could, could one of my questions be like, uh, like, what decade? Yes. Yeah, and I would tell you. Well... No, actually, the way, like, we'll have to figure out how we do it, because, like, what you, what they usually do, and I think works better, is, like, you would say WWE, ECW, whatever, and I would say WWE, and then, like, you might say, like, 2000s, 2010s, like, when are they active? Alright. And, yeah, and once we get to, like, the final, like, the end of the time where you do or the like, final... Or, like, maybe, like, what, de- what decade was, was, were they at, at their height? Right. You'd have to, like, name the decades, and I would say yes or no, basically. But, like, by the time, the way it also works, by the time we get to, like, the end of it, you get a final guess, and you get, you know, time to, like, really think about a final guess, too. So, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Like I said, that's just a, it's a segment I'm blatantly stealing from other podcasts. It's on TikTok. That's fine. But I was like, you know what, that is fun, and we could do that. So, um, but yeah, so let's see, this will be coming out, tomorrow will be a special... Simpsons episode, it's actually a list uh, where I break down the five status Simpsons episodes according to my own opinion, which you should trust because I've watched every Simpsons episode and I love it. Um, like, ridiculously so. That's fair. And uh, Monday will be, uh, would have been an original series. I haven't recorded it yet, but because of him being here and him driving and shit, I will be sitting down to watch just the, the next episode of the original series, which is technically not the pilot. Like, the pilot... It's weird, because the original series, the original pilot had Captain Pike and a whole different crew, uh-huh. and then they redid it with Kirk, um, and then it took them years to actually release the original pilot. But if you watch it on Paramount+, Plus, the original pilot is the pilot. So we're going to go into the first episode that actually has Kirk, Ahura, and basically the whole fucking cast that you actually think of when you think of Star Trek. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I will try and think of a Star Trek theme song. I'm actually thinking about... I've never looked this up. There are lyrics to the original Star Trek theme song that Gene Roddenberry wrote only because by writing the lyrics he got 50% of the royalties for it. Uh, so, so I guess the lyrics are that's like genius. a uh, long-lost lover of Kirk like singing a song about him, basically. So I'm thinking about just looking up the lyrics and I'll read the lyrics as we go through the credits of the original series. <laughs> I mean, like, the, like I'll go Shatner with it and I'll do a spoken word version. Because I can't sing or make up songs. If you actually go Shatner, that'd be kind of funny. I love Shatner so much. Yeah, so that, I hope that'll work out well. It should. I'm pretty excited about doing it. Yeah. And um, then next week will be our regular scheduled Deep Space Nine, which is a part of a two-parter that you've had to wait a few weeks now for the second part. Sorry, but, well, it's a good one. So, and then um, have no idea what we're doing for, we, well, okay, as of today, the day we're recording this, just found out that um, David Frank, I think is his name, if I remember correctly, I don't have it in front of me, but the guy that played the original Green Ranger has died at 49, which fucking sucks. So I'm thinking maybe we'll start the Green with Evil arc. I don't know how I want to do it because they're only like 20 minute episodes. I don't know if I yeah. want to do them all at once, so it'll be a longer episode, but not that long really because it's like a five-parter. Yeah. So it's not longer than most episodes we do. Um, or if, I don't know if I want to split it up because it's like then it's only really short episodes. So we'll figure it out. But I think that's a good idea to do <clears> next. 
is to finally do the Green with Evil, and I'll see if DJ Madman's available, because, I mean, he loves that stuff, too, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, and especially just as a thank you to the Power Ranger that was, like, the most Power Rangery of all the Power Rangers. Fair. So, uh, we miss you, Tommy. It wasn't fair. Uh, man, it, it really makes me sad. All right, but thanks, Eric Bowman, for our theme song, and I hope everybody enjoyed Full Gear, and, uh, enjoyed me being right. Like, you could just go, go to DraftKings and, like, basically bet on everything I said. And you Except mostly for the two times that he wasn't right. I mean, I can't be right all the time. That wouldn't be fair to DraftKings. That's fair. Alright, have a good night, everybody. We'll see you soon. Deuces.